Presenting the Staggering Stories Barbershop Quintet. Hello. Andy. Hello. Scott. Hello. 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 God, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we use that as the intro. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? It's Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, to the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Asdaman. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am the real Keith, wishing you a very merry, jolly and happy Easter. It would be Ooh. well past I know, Easter. but I'm marking the event now. I've got an <laughs> it's egg. marking it. I've got yeah. an egg. Oh, a chocolate egg. He's spraying it. Yes. Anyway, without further ado, Oberos... <laughs> Oberon? You've got Oberon. Over the Oberon. Far away. Oberon. Sha la 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 la. Overdosing on Easter eggs aside, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. The BBC wants you to bit-torrent it. Woo! BBC Worldwide positively want you to bit-torrent Doctor Who, so long as it's their new officially sanctioned bit-torrent bundle. Mm. How many bits are in there? I don't know. (laughs) The Doctor may have no interest in money, but BBC Worldwide think of little else. So in (laughs) collaboration with the team at bittorrent.com, you will have to pay 12 United Statesian dollars to download this particular torrent. Mm. Julia Kenyon, BBC Worldwide's director of drama brand, said... Ten years ago, the Doctor's journey began anew with Russell T. Davies and Rose. The Time Lord continues to evolve and refresh, and this innovative deal with BitTorrent allows us to directly reach a huge number of consumers and engage with fans on a global and fast-growing digital platform. Music content has seen tremendous success through BitTorrent bundles, and this deal is the first of its kind for British TV content. Twelve episodes are included in the bundle. All new Who include the likes of Rose, Blink, The Doctor's Wife, The Day of the Doctor and The Incredible Listen. (laughs) Several have a specially recorded introduction by Peter Capaldi. Additionally, there is a 54-minute documentary on Capaldi and Coleman's world tour in 2014. Could somebody please tell me what the hell a bit torrent bundle is <laughs> not entirely sure it's basically where you download a load yes. of stuff why would you want to do that when it's being shown ad infinitum yeah. on Dave and, yeah you don't and get you can listen. buy the DVDs yeah. and you download yeah. them you get special introductions yeah so, so it's extra extras, extras basically a little bit extras so, not much but, but they do them on Netflix as yeah. well yeah yeah, yeah. I would also point out that Rings of Akaten is in that bundle. It is. And End of Time, I think, isn't it? Yeah, the End Time two-part. He's, he's really praises uh, Rings of Akaten. Um, can yeah. I can I make a confession? Mm. I actually quite like Rings of Archifarten now. <laughs> <laughs> Only two years I th- later. I think it's because the music you. grew on me. Uh, yeah, and then which was, was, true. It, which was wonderful, yeah. the music. And then I watched... 
program again and I thought, well, okay, perhaps this isn't that bad after all. <laughs> yeah, no, it is better after you've seen it a few times. It's not as good as Listen. I'm not going that <laughs> no, far. No, no, nothing but, beats Listen. No. Still good. Which is up for a, a Hugo, I It is, Maybe it is. Was so, do it. We've yeah. lost that Hugo then, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my addendum. Oh, 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 I ruined your addendum. I'm still going to okay. addendum it. Okay. What's okay. going on with the Hugos at the moment? Someone's saying they're corrupt. No it's idea. always corrupt. been voted for by the members of the whatever convention it is. Ah. Templars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can never trust those Templars. Anyway, next news. X-Files. Oozes back to TV. Oozes. Do you remember the mobile phones the size of bricks? Yes. 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 Do you remember every logical and rational explanation being wrong in the face of crazed conspiracy nutter explanations? Yes. yes. Do you want more of it? Yes. yes. Kind of, possibly. <laughs> if so, look out for the new upcoming X-Files six-episode miniseries. Ooh. Mulder and Scully will be back in the aged forms <laughs> of David Dichovny and... And Gillian Anderson. It's Covney, I think, in this. As well as Mitch Pleggy. 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 Puggy. Paggy. <laughs> as Walter Skinner. <laughs> and William B. Davis. Why can't he have a sensible name like that? That's a sensible name. <laughs> William B. Davis. You can't get that one. No. As She's the, Dave Eyes. <laughs> as the Cancer Man. <laughs> Creator Chris Carter is heading up the project and is also bringing back many of his old production team. Dichovny said... Duchovny. Duchovny. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Said... We're still trying to do the same show. Oh, God, no. Hang on, isn't that the same person that just did the speech about the Doctor? No, no it's not. Oh, OK. <laughs> but it will be interesting because Gillian and I are older. Not so we're stopping every 15 minutes to go <laughs> to the loop. Yep. yep. I don't want to act like it's 20 years ago. Filming takes place later the, in the year in the true X-Files territory, Vancouver. He pronounced that correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk Speaking of names that mispronounced, mm-hmm. every time I see Gillian, I think Gillen. Yeah. yeah. That's because yeah. you're an obsessed, sad little gay man. <laughs> okay, I'll accept that for now until, uh, until I can think of a retort. Yeah, until you can think of a suit. I'm a little too obsessed with Gillen for my own good, if yes. you know what I mean. Yeah. Quite frankly, I'm starting to doubt you. It's the hot pants, I admit. <laughs> until you can think of a suitably scathing comment. Yes. But it's coming, mind you. Oh, I, I'm waiting with beating bits. Oh, I'm going to make you wait. <laughs> Baiting bits. You tease. Oh, we, we go home and bait the bits every uh, night. More news. Oh. The Avengers. <gasps> now with added peel. Before Marvel sold the name, The Avengers was a 1960s British spy-fi TV series, mm-hmm. mostly famous for starring the characters of Steed and Mrs. Peel. Recently, Audiomonger's Big Finish have been recreating wiped episodes of the first series as audio plays, featuring the original character lineup of Dr. David Keel and John Steed. Now they're jumping forward to the Steed Never Peel era with Audio Steed, Julian Wadham remaining in the role. The casting of Peel has not been revealed. Ooh. Like their Let's The hope Avengers. They don't cast a lemon. <laughs> like their The Avengers, the lost episode audios, these will be based on existing stories. In this case, comic strips. <gasps> 
from the 1966 and 67 issues of Diana Magazine. There was a Diana Magazine? Diana. Really? Oh, yeah, blimey. It's about pancakes and... Was it? Pancakes. 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 <laughs> Did you I, used to get it? Horses. <laughs> My sister used to get it. People have been pancaking the Horses and pancakes? Pancake? Yeah. Mm. Magazines? Johnny Hockey's pancakes. Horse, horse pancakes. It was a girl, a girl's comic. A girl's comic? Yes, it was a girl's comic. <laughs> I believe that one. I, I used it. to get Bunty. Bunty. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot like that. I only got Bunty because there was a story about horse in it and I liked the horses. Oh, I used Other than that, I got the beach. Oh. Jackie used no to do the fold-out pictures in the middle that you could put up on your Ah! Yeah, like, <laughs> there was Jackie. Yes, there was. David Cassidy Paul. Yeah, Donnie. Donny, <laughs> David Cassidy Paul. Boom, chicka, wow, wow. Boom, chicka, chicka. The Partridge family will never be the same again. <laughs> Producer David Richardson said... <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Working on these productions has been another joy, and it's so exciting to step into the colour era of the show and bring in another iconic figure from its rich history. Probably the best lager in the world. <laughs> Mrs. Peel, talented amateur, will be needed in two box sets in April and November 2016. Ooh. You read that very well, Scott. <laughs> very well Excellent. indeed. Hardly well any well. cock That's because it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's existing. <laughs> you are not allowing your dyslexia to ruin this podcast. <laughs> dyslexia rules UK. I have an addendum. You have an addendum. An existing you addendum. Please. Please, Keith, the um, the 2015 Hugo Awards <laughs> have accepted a Doctor Who episode in the best dramatic presentation short form category. Oh, can we guess? Mm. It oh. is up against The Flash pilot Ooh. story, Ooh. Game of Thrones, The mm. Mountain and the Viper, Ooh. My Dragons, Grimm, Once We Were Gods, Orphan Black by Means Which We Have Yet to Be Tried, Ooh. And the best story of the last season, oh. the one which is holding the banner for Doctor Who. Can, can we guess? Kill the moon. Can we guess? I can see uh, the twitch starting. Oh. Kill, that's Kill the Moon, isn't <laughs> that, it? That, 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 that was too long ago, wasn't it? Blink was, but that wasn't last series. That, that what was that one you really hated? That one, ah, Kill the Freaking Moon? No, Love of no, Monsters. Love no, it's too old. Mummy on the Orange Express. I've got it. In the Forest of the Night. Listen, listen to me. I'm trying to do this addendum. Would you just let me get on with it? Which episode is it, Gene? It's listen. What? Wow. And what we need to do now is persuade the organisers to let Keith present the award. <laughs> I have to ask. Because okay. in London this year. Love or hate it? There were better stories yes, last yeah. season. Yes. Even if you don't hate Listen, there were better stories. Why how Listen? <laughs> I mean, Mummy on the Orient Express. Flatline. Flatline. Yeah, flatline. Flatline. Yeah. Flatline. Listen. They were all good. But listen was better. <laughs> but, hang on. <laughs> listen was no, a no, good no, watch. No. Can you repeat that phrase again? No. You've just recorded it, haven't you? Ah, she yeah. has said ah, they were no. all good. Ah, That's including no. Kill Except the Moon. Kill the freaking no. Moon. I'm sorry, it's too late. <sighs> Any other addendums? I have an addendum here. Tell oh, us your addendum. He's holding his addendum in oh. his hand. Oh. oh, God, no. Oh, yes. It's from the hallowed pages of... As we're all aware, yeah, there's a general election coming up. Is there? 
Yes, there is. Yeah. Oh, mm. God. One of the uh, sort of traditions of the general election is the pre-election mudslinging that precedes it. Yes, and uh, we have a quotation here, because um, Hobbit actor and Sherlock actor, oh, yes, yes. Martin Freeman, mm-hmm. he has pinned his... T- tail to tail? tail. <laughs> he has, oh, he has nailed... Himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, then. Yeah, pimped himself. Huh? Well, he's pimped himself out to the Labour Party anyway, sir. He recently appeared in a party political broadcast for the Labour Party, I- endorsing them. As a Hobbit? Uh, you never know. <laughs> As a detective? Mm. Wasn't <laughs> he joined know. by someone else as well, famous to Doctor Ed Miliband. Who? Oh, right. <laughs> Who? A Scotsman, I believe, but not Capaldi. Not Barrowman. Mm. I mean, we Tennant. Tennant. I think Tennant was also on that. I don't know. He I did one last time, didn't he? Patrick Stewart's Labour. He shook my hand, by the way. She still hasn't washed it. You haven't it. washed that it. Was five yeah. years ago? Ten? There is, I can beat that for a party political leaning. Are you still talking? Yes, for the moment. (laughs) Mind your place, woman. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, where various political parties get get talking heads in to appear in their party political broadcast, I think Lenin called them useful idiots. Mm. We've become party political broadcasting. I will will balance that out. Keith and I saw the ultimate party political broadcast this morning. That's Mm. a brush. Vote Dalek. Yes. Ah, Vote Dalek. There is is an actual advert out on YouTube to vote for the party. the only party that makes sense. I've put yeah. a link on my Facebook. You you know their policies, you know their plans, and they won't lie and betray mm. you, they'll just yep. kill you. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's pretty, you yeah. It's yeah. pretty straightforward. <laughs> to you the get point, yeah. what you vote for. Yes. <laughs> I have... Can I at this point point out that I am in the middle of purder, <laughs> and I'm not going to purder myself. Yep. Nah, purder doesn't count. <laughs> I'm in, I have two, yes, Ooh. two addendums. Ooh. Addendum the first... You're going to groan the Ninth Doctor source book. Oh, oh God. Yeah. From, uh, Are we on what, Keep the Doctor I like now. the fake interest. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a copy already. What I liked is actually they released it on the 10th anniversary, which is, I don't know if that was planned or accidental, but it does actually... Uh, Given the whole saga yeah. of this Ninth Doctor source book, I'd say that was totally accidental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't last long, don't so, worry. So at the moment, I'm slowly reading my way through that at work. Ah. Uh-huh. Why slowly? slightly disappointed because there's no war doctor. We've gone straight from the 8th to the 9th. They it's because when they were planning the 9th Doctor source book, the war doctor yeah. hadn't been thought up yet. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. And he's but... technically not a doctor. Oh, don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go down. What's your second addendum? My second addendum. IDW, comic strip producers. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have previously mentioned that when they hold, held the licence, we had the Doctor Who Star Trek crossover. Yep. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then they did a Star Trek Alpha Planet of the Apes oh, okay. crossover. Wow. They are now planning a crossover. Doctor cross- Who Batman? Almost. They're planning a crossover with DC Comics. Oh, really? Doctor Who Spider-Man? Star Trek. No, no Spider-Man. 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 Marvel. Sorry. Star Trek Green Lantern. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Um, Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, is there any other news? I, you know, I, I, I won't mention my addendums news. again. Things that catch me. I will quickly. Think, quickly. That could be interesting. Adam's got an addendum. Perhaps people would like to see about that. Keith. No, I shall just keep quiet in the corner. Keith, <laughs> Keith you're babbling. Love you. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> I'll quickly plug then Strangeness in Space. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard oh, that. Do you yes, remember so Trevor Simon from uh, yes. Children's TV back in the... Frogs has been a courting, he did ride a hum. Yep. Swing your pants. Swing yeah. your pants. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They and Sophie Aldred are doing a new audio series, a free download 
similar to um, how they did with uh, Minister of Chance. Chance yeah. uh, Claire Eden, who did Minister of Chance, is behind it. It's a Kickstarter right now. I think they're two thirds away there already. Oh, excellent! Awesome. And it's called Strangeness in Space. Space, yeah, mm. yeah. Is it a serious drama? No, it's not. <laughs> it's a drama. <laughs> don't think with those two. I don't think something about is. them working in a NASA Space Centre gift shop. <laughs> I think that's comedy gold. Yeah, I get it. Will be. Will they sing frogs gone a courting? He did ride a hum. Probably. Excellent. Or something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the end of the news? Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God. And now, dear listeners, we present to you our inane wafflings over one of your favourite Doctor Who episodes. An end of an era, wouldn't you agree? Yes, yes. Yeah. definitely an end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. Which one was it? It was the end one. Well, you have to say it so we can then pause for music and put the music in. Doctor Who the movie. Doctor Who the movie. Oh, OK. That no. was an end, wasn't it, survival. technically? <laughs> yeah, I survival. Survival? Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, survival. Yeah. OK. So, 1989. Yes. yes. Oh, Young. Phil Old. It's because you are. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, during the final episode of Survival, I went to the cinema to watch Ghostbusters 2. What? Really? I did. You missed the final episode of Old Who? I said, last thing I said, yeah. don't forget to recall Doctor Who. Oh, the last dear. story. Oh, ever. ever. The last episode we, we didn't know the last at the time. Story. So, story. Well, I'm, I'm guessing... By then. I'm guessing no. someone forgot to record. Mm, yes. yes. And who, I didn't see it. Well, I'm going to blame my parents. Yeah, fair enough. Never forgave them. Oh, is that your... Yeah. Mine was a Destin, the last episode of Destiny of Daleks. So that was your didn't see it for several years moment, wasn't it? Do you it? want to know something funny about Destiny of the Daleks? That's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're now going to take you out the back and give you a good kicking. Oh, promises, promises. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's my memories of survival, just not seeing it for ages. My favourite memory of survival is now something that wasn't actually screened. Recently, we saw a montage of outtakes, and it's Sylvester McCoy absolutely throwing his rattle out of his pram in the most hilarious oh, way possible yes. when everybody ran when he told them not to. Yeah. And he was genius. Yeah, we had the bit that was filmed and then he just continued on He threw on his afterwards. hat on the floor, he threw his umbrella on the floor, he jumped up and down on his hat. I think that he was said a, com- a bad he word. Said bad words that was a comedy paddy, that was. Yeah. He yeah. must have been absolutely exhausted from all that heat and that quarry mm. though, because so it was a China yeah. clay quarry, wasn't mm. it, or something? Right, good things and bad things about survival. Uh, it's a brilliant story for the master mm. compared Excellent. to all the other That's Anthony Yang stories. A bad mm. thing is, for some reason, it had hail and pace in it, which is never yeah. a good idea. Well, they weren't in it too much. They were, they were, they were in it. It was um, too much. Okay. One one bad thing about survival: not the episode to watch if you're an allurophobe. Yes. All right. Who's going to say it? Yeah. What's an allurophobe? <laughs> Person who has a phobia about cats. Well, we don't. We're an anti-allurophobe. Talking of cats, they were pretty naff, weren't <laughs> yeah. they? In the they head. I thought they were really good at the time. There was one cheetah person that was Lisa Bauman's and that had the movable mm. mouth and everything. Yeah. That was fine. The rest were just rigid and apparently they were. Oh, you've got to re- you've got to remember that I watched much of that part of Doctor Who I was in my refusing to wear my glasses stage so everything was a blur and they all looked really good when you compare them against the black animatronic pussycats they were really yeah, really good that, that <laughs> the black animatronics... it did look startled didn't it oh, Just... even at the time <laughs> the 
When I was younger, that black animatronic cat scared the life out of me because it, it was almost a cat, but not quite. Construct number one didn't like it no. because no. it had freaky eyes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like his father. It is a <laughs> it's a new direction for uh, later today. No, mm, yeah. <laughs> it's a new direction for Anthony Amy's master. Yeah, he wasn't in crepe paper for some reason. Well, he yeah, wasn't, wasn't he put on a bit of the way, didn't he? But, but he wasn't the same character. He was operating on his back foot. Yeah. On, through, yeah. Th- for most of Anthony Amy's reign, he was the pantomime villain twirling the moustache. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. Right. yeah. But this one, it was slightly different. It was more desperate, more panic. There was more reason for him to do what he was doing. It's because he yeah. wasn't in charge. He wasn't he in was, charge. Yeah. He, he was, was as was, much caught up yes, in it as the rest that, of them. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Although you could say the same for some of his earlier. He's like when he shrunk himself. Yeah, but it was a similar situation. He's caught his own petard. Yeah, yeah, it was caught, but he still played it as a pantomime comedy effect. Yeah, it is played differently this time. It is, yeah. He's he's coming in from a different, you know, he's actually acting. It's been a few years, Mm. isn't it? At trial, last time he appeared. Yeah, Yeah. so about three or four years. Yeah, three years. Yeah. Someone who did come off well, though, was Ace. Oh, God. And it's such a shame it ended when it did, because Sophie Aldred was fantastic in this, and Ace's character, that was more exploration into a character than I think any other companion had yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. I, I mm. think it's been a season of it, really, hasn't it? Ghost Light and Fenric. The, 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 Fenric, yeah. yeah. Mm. The Doctor Ace relationship was different. Up until that point, he had been using her to reveal, uh, reveal Fenric and, and whatever and yeah. manipulate. Here, he still uses her, still manipulates her. But he. <laughs> Go to prison. Well, yeah. no, he does it with her full knowledge. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's not behind the scenes cloak and dagger. It's I need someone whose home is Earth. Yeah, and um, she's the one that decided to come back to Perryville. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. made no sense to me, even at the time. He, they needed a creature whose home was Earth, but yeah. by then her home wasn't Earth. Oh. Her home was the TARDIS. I have to say, but that, she, that's she, she appeared she, outside. She, she, she yeah. did bring the Doctor home, because where did they land? By the yeah, TARDIS. I, I would have right. thought, right. Those, she, the I would have thought they'd have gone and landed in the TARDIS. Maybe the TARDIS wouldn't have let them in. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was part of the thing, was that if they'd landed some other planet, they would have ended up that planet this mm. was home. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so when the doctor got the eye flashed and right at the end leapt home, he leapt next to the TARDIS rather than in the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Mm. Another good thing about survival is even though they haven't aged particularly well, the special effects at the time, the CGI, mm. Mm. On the, the, the planet scape, the sky. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't know oh, if you yeah. remember Time in the Run, it wasn't, it was a pink sky, but in this yeah. one you had like movable clouds, clouds and, and volcanoes. Yeah. Right. And, volcanoes. Yeah. and it reminded me actually of Nightmare. Do you remember the, the quiz oh, game for kids? Oh, yeah. 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 With all the CGI. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting characters, apart from Hale and Pace, who I didn't like. Who was the um, f- one finger as a deadly weapon? He was the, a The territorial army guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I liked him. I thought, I, you know, I've met people like him who, oh, because yes. they're in the territorial yeah. army, they actually control the uh, yeah. Her Majesty's forces. <laughs> yeah. And I thought Midge was good as well. Yeah. And then when he's put under pressure and all the rest of it, he denies it actually all happened yeah. and yeah. he can't yeah. actually handle it. I, I like that, that army sergeant guy. It's quite funny because, as brave as he was, when he was riding the horse with Sylvester McCoy, you can tell he's actually petrified because he's shaking and grabbing hold of Sylvester's <laughs> <laughs> <and> stomach. <laughs> Not much cool for horses in Perryville. No, no, no not no, at no, all. No. They didn't actually know when they were filming this that the series had been cancelled. Yeah. But no. they knew by the time they were finishing. Yeah. But this wasn't filmed last. No. No, it's Ghostlight. So Ghostlight, they actually filmed yeah. Ghostlight knowing that the series was 
kaput. Well, well they did. They didn't know for sure. Well, they, uh, well, they, they, they thought they'd be a gap. They had the sense that there was going to be they, a break. Yeah. yeah. So, well, they'd been told it was long enough that that whole scene at the end, they felt that when they transmitted survival, it wasn't the ending wasn't good enough as it was. Yeah, because mm. they redid the... for when not knowing it was coming back. So they redid the line and the voiceover line yeah. about there were worlds out there. Yeah. Like, like, I'm saying at this moment, was it known to the general public? No. I don't remember. I don't. I don't it, remember. It, no. it, it sort of boiled on, as I remember. Um, yeah. there was never an official no. accident. Yeah, it was no. just talk of it being hived out to yeah, a, the independent production yeah. company. Yeah, the axe never fell. No. it was given a rest to find other production. There's always green yeah. coat stuff and yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, the, the analogy was Doctor Who was like Abba. Neither of them actually said they'd broken up yeah. and finished. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They could have all come. It it was never formally cancelled. No. It was rested. It was like because it was getting five million for the yeah. last three mm-hmm. stories was having five million yeah. you know which is not bad even back then yeah it wasn't bad and production um, office didn't close till April no. May 1990 it was yeah. stayed online for quite yeah. a while after yeah. the last episode and a few months had after. they have announced it we would have seen it in Doctor Who magazine they knew after 85 84 whatever it was that if you announced you were axing it yeah. Yeah. you'd be slaughtered in the papers well, by the they fans were... so they did it quietly The uh, on the DVD the production company was setting up scripts for the next year well, yeah mm-hmm. yeah Sophie was due to leave the following yeah. season yeah. in the Ice Warriors story because there was going to be an Ice yeah. Warriors story yeah. in season 25 and, they were and that's the point she was going to go and they were going to start in- introduce Raina yeah. that actually even named the character yeah, they were Rain. going to start mm. actually mm. Um, casting for yeah. Yeah. There, there were no scripts mm. finalised but they had like a plan of what yeah. the season yeah. would yeah. be they had to carry on they weren't officially they weren't so, I mean, certain it wasn't an official cessation of activities I mean, because no. obviously no. So as you were saying so they had sort of story arts lined up for the next yeah. season yeah, yeah. Mm. Of course, Big Finish have gone back and done that now, mm. so you can yeah. probably buy that yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Lost Stories. Yeah. Well, on the whole, I actually quite like this story. Yes, there's some, like the black animatronic cats, they could have done better in the Hell and Pace. Yeah. yeah, okay. That was that touch of pantomime that snuck in every Stunt now and then. Stunt mm. I quite liked this story. It's not going to necessarily be in my top 50 that I'll go back to yeah. again there and again, but it's what I call a, it's a middle. an average, it's a middle ground yeah. to episode. Think- it's not bloody awful, but I'm sorry. It's not absolutely <laughs> awful, but on the other hand, yeah. it isn't you can any see, massive work of genius. You can see what they were trying to do and where the budget failed them. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I, I, yeah. It's definitely more of a character piece, and I think although the budget obviously fails on most of the stories at some point, it's one of those stories that was done completely on location. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's like Curse of Fenric mm. and yeah. Silver Nemesis, dare I say it. One thing I found interesting about the Ace story was the fact that this was her, her big homecoming. This was yeah. her going back. And nobody seemed to care. Yeah. The girl yeah, no. she went to school with, who mm-hmm. was giving out leaflets in the street, said, yeah. "Oh, we thought you were dead." And there was no or was it, big or move to Birmingham. Or move to mm. Birmingham. Not, yeah. not even <laughs> thank goodness you're okay. Yeah, yeah. it was all very. Um, it was a rather lacklustre welcome. It was. So she, she'd family. gone on these big yeah. adventures. Mm. She'd bettered herself as a person, and she'd gone home perhaps hoping that someone would say yeah. something, and no one did. Which is kind of gives you an idea of why she left in the first place <laughs> or wanted mm. to leave. In yeah, the first yeah. place, I think that also then set it up for the character to next almost season. be given permission for next season. Mm. Even when this one was being transmitted, most of it, there were still mutants that there was the idea that she was going to end up in Gallifrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and there were mutants that they were starting to plan a story arc for the Doctor where he was more than just an ordinary <laughs> Time Lord. Mm. Yeah, not maybe wrestling or Omega, but up up there with one of those yeah. kind of you know a little the bit other. more the, the founding of Time. Time society and that he'd kind of like gone on 
undercover almost. So I think this story also, for an extent, you've taken... We talk about the character arcs. This one was this season was mm. Ace's character Definitely. arc as well. Mm. And it was taking her to a point where she could emigrate off the planet without any angst or... Yeah, and from the point of view of like you, yeah. you were... Yeah. 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 I also like the fact that the story is called Survival and the juxtaposition between the fact that the, the show <laughs> yeah. virtually yeah. didn't but yeah, eventually yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's completely coincidental, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Originally it was called Cat Flap. But they didn't think that would sell, so... Well, they were right. Yeah. <laughs> it is a shame where we did have Ace, Garthy, whatever you want to call her, talking about her grandmother. She, yeah. That little kid squeak. She yeah. said she'd take up to her grandmother on the floor above. And we never saw her. You didn't see any of that. No. You don't have any... What, what was the reaction there? Knew no. who would show that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was yeah. Ace's grandmother. I think no, it, it was squeaks. a little... It squeaks. squeaks oh, was it? Yeah. Because yeah. Ace uh, knew where her, her grandmother was. There was a nice mention from the army guy about a past incident where Ace had got in trouble and her mother was really worried about her and he was telling her to phone home yeah. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was quite nice. It? it would have been nice just if you'd seen Ace just sort of staring at her house. Mm, yeah. Unable to go in there and you know mm. show show the trouble of coming back and yeah. the angst. Knew who would would have handled it yeah. differently. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, both different creatures. Mm. But they're getting towards that because this whole season of Ace arc is very much like New Who. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, t- it was the t- first character arc. And t- yeah. I know people compare Survival to Rose, but it act- I know it isn't a nice comparison, but it actually <laughs> reminds me location wise of Fear Her. Just all yeah. the houses mm. and yeah. the yes. lighting. It's yeah. just it's very similar Mon- in feel, mundane in and in the background. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I was watching the bit where he's washing the car and that that went through my mind yeah. as well it, it's just oh, yeah. even the sunlight and everything just happens to be the same as it is in fear <laughs> well that's it well as you say I mean, sort of something apparently normal sort of lurks something sort of nasty in the background yeah, yeah. it's worth watching yeah. it is the last of its it's the last of its kind it's mm. the last of an era mm. last yeah. of it in many ways <laughs> delicious um, in time yeah <laughs> no no sweep <laughs> that under the carpet yeah. The country. For, yeah for the genuine stories yeah it was the last where it was 25 minute yeah. episodes uh, mm. and that kind of stuff I personally think it's worth watching just for the final quote to be yes. honest yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd also say my, my uh, cousin owns a farm over in Hawley and her cat rides horses <laughs> okay. she's a lazy cat and she likes to get on the horses when they're near the wall she jumps on and just rides around on the horses yeah. <laughs> don't trust that cat we present some bibliographic shenanigans and li- <laughs> round of applause <laughs> and literary larrikins <laughs> now you're just showing off yes in a game called bring your own book So we each have a couple of cards here with phrases such as a bit of surprising backstory for a supporting character. Mm. And each of us has a, has a book we've taken off, off the shelf. Yep. And we've got to find a passage in that book, a, a sentence, a word, longest contiguous text, which goes with that phrase. Mm. Mm. Or it's, doesn't. Or, <laughs> very, or very inappropriately doesn't. Mm. Yes. Or very, which is very humorous. Yeah. Right, I'll go first. Okay. A line leading up to a major character death. Oh. Oh. I've got one. My life in your hands, Amelia Pond. The Doctor. <laughs> Impossible astronaut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My one. One had a removable pin in it, which said... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Or my one is, I seem to be having tremendous difficulty with my lifestyle. Guess which book Crumbly's got. Yes. <laughs> Mine, there was darkness everywhere, bitter and starless. Oh. 
He went to the closet and found his old rough cloak, donned his false grey beard and the wig of twisted grey locks. (laughs) (laughs) But he could hear one of them singing Bohemian Rhapsody with drunken enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I've got one. Okay. It's a good warning to children. Oh. Well, I've got a response to that one. Go on then. Yes. But sometimes it's so hard to find half a mind when you need one. Ah. <clears throat> Mine is, have a jelly baby and don't forget to brush your teeth. <laughs> Mine is, don't touch things. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is, he's going to read us some of his poetry first. Then <laughs> <laughs> yep. we can figure out what your one is. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't filled the position yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was the question? A good warning to children. The regulator closed on the perpetuator just after the explosion. <laughs> a common warning, I find. Yeah. Yes, that, that often comes in handy with children. Yeah. Well, if you don't make sure those regulators are closed. <laughs> I have a line from a horror story. Oh, okay. My one is, is it a magical place? Very magical. Is it a wonderful place? There's nowhere quite like it. Hmm. Mine is howl, howl, goggle, howl, goggle, howl, howl, howl. <laughs> oh, God. Mine is do you serve humans here? Most of the time, sir. Yes, I think you could venture to say that most of our customers are certainly human. I meant human meat, you fawning imbecile. <laughs> the doctor slowed, allowing Amy and Rory to catch their breath. They're getting close, he said. That's not a horror. No, Slash fiction. That's something quite different. <laughs> Owen pummeled a suspended leather bag filled <laughs> with sawdust. What the hell was the... What were we doing? <laughs> Line from, from, from a horror. I don't know if it's appropriate, but it says, You silly cow! <laughs> if you'd only tied it tighter. Oh my god, what am I going to do now? That's actually probably yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, my one is lyrics from a country and western song, e.g. Johnny Cash. Okay. Were you a handsome prince? <laughs> Okay, my one is, Ode to a small lump of green putty I found in my armpit one midsummer morning. Country and Western? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, a little blue box travels in more than space. It can journey through time. Through time. Christina. Christina. All oh, the places I've been. World War One, creation of the universe. Universe. End of the universe. Universe. The war between China and Japan and court of Queen Athelstan <laughs> in 924 AD. AD. Please stop that was called Christina. <laughs> Getting the 1128 to Placimore, then jump. From Placimine to Poseidon, arriving seven days on SeaWorld. <laughs> okay, that's nice. <laughs> uh, does to my wife, Debbie, count? If nobody wants another go, I have another one here. Go on. An item in a police report. Oh. And my response to that is In the bushes by the door was a muffled conversation, and it was like this. What did the big hex say? She said she want yon cat to stop scuffing poor wee buddies. Is that it? Crivens, nay problem. Okay, mine is 
it's a floater all right. You've got it covered. You wouldn't want to serve that with onions. Never seen anything like it in all my puff. Oh, make an all sick that would. You do that so well. Oh, I mean, I know the story of my All right. Are we done with that one? Mm-hmm. The phrase that makes you stop reading a story. Authored by Matthew Waterhouse. <laughs> oh, God. That ain't even my book. <laughs> I'll start then. Slosh thwack, slosh thwack, slosh thwack. <laughs> oh, no, we've got the line, it had all been a dream. Oh, oh God. God. We're living in a permanent melodrama. <laughs> did he smell of music too? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously, did he smell of music too? <laughs> Tell the wee hag who we are, lads, said the helmet twiddler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the other one. Your one, Andy? Uh, Andy? A line in a love letter. We could use a juggler. <laughs> <laughs> there must be a huge nuclear war going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> in about seven minutes' time, a heavy guzzler is going to come down that hill. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Johnny Depp, only younger and sexier. Okay. I've got one for the next one. Something you wouldn't want to hear one of your grandparents say. I've got. I'll keep practicing. (laughs) I've got. He was not trying to remove it, but he pushed two fingers into the top of Steve's jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's hands are on the small of the blonde boy's back. Oh, what a trial old age is. Oh. <laughs> Are you enjoying that book too much, Scott? Because you seem to be thumbing it rather oh, rapidly. Mean, there's just so much in here that's unusable. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Or unreadable. Mm. <laughs> Can it be sold under 18s? <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think it's a bit... I've got a chapter here called Bob. The Builder? Just Bob. Bob. Not sure about his occupation, but I'm guessing it's going to lead to sex. Really? <laughs> So are we saying that basically Matthew Waterhouse, if that is autobiographical, was a bit of a slut? Well, he's done two books. This is not... This is actually something he's written, I think. That's a fiction book, then. Yeah. A comedy of New York. A comedy. Mm. I I don't know if I'd describe it as comedy. (laughs) Award-winning moments in a dramatic film. Oh, this is going to be a long one. Okay. Witches are selfish, the Queen had said. But Tiffany's third thought said then turn selfishness into a weapon. Make all things yours. Make other lives and dreams and hopes yours. Protect them. Save them. Bring them into the sheepfold. Walk the gale from them. Keep the wolf from the door. My dreams, my brother, my family, my land, my world. How dare you try to take these things away because they are mine. I have a duty. Was that was Matthew Waterhouse? Diva, <laughs> See, you said Matthew Waterhouse was no good. That was quite good. Really? <laughs> well, can we top that? <laughs> no. No. So, should we say what books are we were? Yeah. Looking yeah. Yes. I was reading Wit, Wisdom and Timey Wimey Stuff, the quotable Doctor Who, put together by Cavan Scott and Mark Wright. Yeah. Probably not the footballer. I was reading Fate's Flowers, A Comedy of New York by Matthew Waterhouse. And he wishes he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was reading The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by really? Douglas Adams. You sh- got me. I'm yeah, not yeah. Yeah. Well, spank me ass and call me Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come here, Charlie. <laughs> Ow. Read us the first paragraph of Matthew oh, Waterhouse's 
epic. Oh, it's probably the cleanest part of the book, isn't it? Oh, it's called Sarah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. There, there's, there's, there's a, these chapters Every are named chapter after Every chapter named people. after a person, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a conquest, here, here in New yeah. York, on the island of Manhattan, on the lane called Midtenna, the heart of the West Village, there was an old townhouse. Let's skip forward a bit. It's looking a bit boring. <laughs> and that's the first She was sitting now. Oh. Now. She wasn't happy. Oh. No. The sofa cannot be blamed for this. Really? Yes. Mm. I thought it Steve, was Steve, her beautiful sweet Huck, 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 uh, as she sometimes called him, was gone. She oh, could no. scarcely believe she'd seen him for the last time only yesterday. Oh. So long ago. Please stop reading. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then it's... No, no more then. <laughs> Read page 37. Because if page 37 is quite interesting, then the rest of the book I, might be. I usually find it page 69. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a weird, perverted sex well, No, freak. no, we're after the main grab of the book, and we're into the story, but not far enough on for the climax. That was great. You're a great pal, Sarah. It was nice, she said kindly. You know me, Eddie. I live for the moment. Yeah, I'm not reading this book. He gazed at her with his wide... Uh, <laughs> My book yeah. was The Wee Freeman by Terry Pratchett. Oh. Yeah. I was selfish. Right. Oh. I had two books. Oh, that's oh, yeah. okay. Greedy. I had The Coming of the Terror Files by Michael Moorcock and The Clockwork <laughs> Angels by Kevin J. Anderson. Oh. 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 Okay. And I had the Doctor Who tie-in novel... Touched by an Angel by Jonathan Morris. Ah. Mm. Featuring uh, Lev Dr. Amy and Rory. Was anyone touched by an angel? Where did it touch you? Show me where the angel touched you. (laughs) In a bad place. (laughs) (laughs) And now, dear listeners, for your delight and delectation, and to give you an all-on idea of what we do in between podcasts, we present to you another Flotsam and Jetsam. I've been playing games. Oh, oh yeah. What games yeah. have you been playing? I got some games for my birthday. Oh, happy I birthday, got, by the way. Happy birthday, I got Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Ooh. where I'm a pirate. Mm-hmm. Ah. I go one, wenching and debauching around. You're, 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 if I remember right, you're your life. The like. yes, if I remember right, you're trying to get some money together to build a brothel. Aren't I you? am. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And my favourite one is a game called Last of Us, mm-hmm. which is um. A post-apocalyptic zombie. People have been infected by weird stuff that makes them mushroom. Yeah, weird mushroomy stuff. Yeah, um, you shoot lots of people, which makes it sound really, really basic, but it's absolutely fantastic. It's. I said to Keith the other day, it's gaming's get getting to the stage where um, back in the eighties, Ghostbusters would come out, and then you'd wait for a game to come out. Yeah. And this is so good that I'm waiting for a film with a game to come out because <laughs> yeah. it's um it's a it's a grizzled old guy whose daughter dies quite early on, and he finds himself caught up with this kid who's um got the potential to be the savior of mankind, and he's got to get her safely from one place to another. There's lots of backstory, lots of character development, lots of zombies you never have enough bullets <laughs> never true of life the, the, the scenery is sort of like our last man of earth isn't it you've got hmm. office box and buildings completely overgrown with vines oh yeah the, the, it's like I am legend yeah that's um, the word I am yeah. legend and it, it just is absolutely awesome and I think with the right script editors and the like they could make it into a yeah. film yeah mm-hmm. oh, a lot of the computer games you look at and think is this a film trailer or a yeah. computer mm-hmm. game it's like, it's like the whole thing is flip flopped it really yeah. is and yeah so that's what I'm doing uh-huh. Scott 
I am listening to Big Finish. Oh. oh. Yes, I have listened to box set one of the novel adaptations. Oh. So that's The Romance of Crime yeah. and the English Way of Death. And they're very, very funny. And they're both uh, Tom Baker and Lala Ward. Possibly recording in separate rooms. <laughs> we don't know. We don't Can you know. tell, though? No. You can't tell. No, I, I couldn't personally tell. I thought it was oh, very good. I think um, they'll speak in terms again. These no, days. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not recording separately. Yeah, oh. they're separate. Uh, and John Leeson's in them as well, and he, he's obviously a, a top form being canine. Uh, they're both very, very funny, both written by Gareth Roberts. Mm. Uh, most people like English Way of Death, but I have to say Romance of Crime is my favourite, purely because it's got ogrons in it. <laughs> and they don't quite understand anything saying to them, so the guy that's in charge of the ogrons has convinced the ogrons that they mustn't like him, so whenever someone wants to talk to this bloke, the ogrons won't let them talk to him unless they hate this bloke. So okay. if you're friends with them, they won't let you anywhere near them. So if you say, I'm not going to harm them, I'm his mate, they won't let you talk to him. If you say, I'm going to hit him with I'm going to po- possibly kill him, yeah, <laughs> they'll let you in. But it's just hysterical. <laughs> okay. So yeah. And uh, the, the other one I'm halfway through, so I can't really go into too much detail. But it is basically very, very English. Very, very quaint. Yes. And uh, set in the past. Cool. Grumbly? Not so much reading this time around. I mean, it's more TV watching. I have watched and thoroughly enjoyed Wolf Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't watched it yet. I've... I've I've got the new TV because the old one died, but mm, uh, yeah. I haven't actually watched one. I mean, yet. I thoroughly recommend it. I mean, a lot of people say it's sort of very slow. and sort of, It's supposed to be because it's a very labyrinthine plot. I mean, sort of Thomas Cromwell. Well, to quote a line from it, you know, sort of Henry VIII says to him, I don't keep you because you're a friend. I keep you because you're a serpent. Mm. Mm. It's very mm. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Cromwell, in this, he was a very Machiavellian character. <laughs> For the final scene alone, after Henry VIII finds out that Anne Boleyn has you know, been Beheaded and he's got the freedom sword to, yeah. you know, to marry. It's just spoilers, eh? yes. <laughs> right? Jean, Jean Blocker is right. spoiler music, spoiler music. La, 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 la. You mean he beheads one of his wives? Oh, I can't believe yeah. that. <laughs> it's just the look of unalloyed joy on Henry VIII's face. Yeah, so was he a happy king? Oh, good grief, yeah, because he just found that his wife had been beheaded, so he's free to marry his next one. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. 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 Mind you, it's moved on a bit since the 16th century. It's so. a bit, bit frowned on now. Mm, yeah, yeah, now it is. Uh. Yeah, there's another TV series I picked up and it's called Banished. Yeah, yeah that's got good review. I haven't seen that. That's it's got for, some really good It's very good. Reviews. I mean, for the uninitiated, it's about the uh, first penal colony set up in New South Wales and Australia. Mm. But the one thing, that, the main bugbear is some of the reviews it's been getting. I won't name papers, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, The Guardian. Oh. And I'd better say, The, the Guardian. Guardian. <laughs> and uh, The Independent, who sort of call it grim I mean it's supposed to be grim it's a penal <laughs> colony for goodness sake I mean it's not Butlins I mean Butlins is pretty grim it's also starring a, a Doctor Who actor yes actor. Russell Tovey yes Ooh. Yes, and um, and somebody else called it I'm a convict, gets me out of here. <laughs> Which is, takes a rather patronising attitude. So, I mean, I'm half expecting a, an 18th century version of Anton Deck to pop up in it. <laughs> yeah, to say, so James Freeman, it could be you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. It's still on iPlayer. Watch it, I mean, I do like it. Uh, books. I'm still on Red Mars. <laughs> <laughs> but long by, the, by the time this podcast goes out, I mean, I will have finished it. So I'm going to throw this out to the, onto the floor. Now Good, I can either mess. Now I can either read Green Mars by Kim Stanley Robertson or <laughs> 
I can read Moomin Papa at Sea by Tuve Jansen. Moomin Papa at Sea. Moomin Papa at Sea. I suspect it'd be quicker. Yeah. Have a break in between. Right, I think that says it all that does. Right, myself. I've got two books on the go. At work, I am reading Ninth Doctor Source book, which is recently got, so I'm, yep. I'm reading through that. At home, as a tribute to the passing of Mr. Pratchett, I am currently reading Nation, or rereading Nation, mm-hmm. which again is a, a very interesting, very funny, but very dark book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we got to the point at the moment where um, the wave has washed over the island. A woman has been washed ashore with her baby. The woman is virtually dying. The baby's starving. And he's trying to figure out how to get milk. Well, it sounds hysterical. Mm. Uh, yeah. but there's, there's only one way to get milk. Oh, yeah. And that's mm. to get milk from the sows, the pigs that live on the island. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out how to get this vicious sow. <laughs> so he can get close enough to this vicious pig mm-hmm. to, to milk it. The only way to do that is to uh, give it a load of beery mash, mm. so it gets drunk <laughs> on the beer, falls asleep, and then roll in the muck and get close enough and snuggle down with all the other piglets to get to the milk. Uh, the thing is, uh-huh. as it describes in there, pigs don't have teats. So the only way to get the milk out is to suck it out yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And there is one moment where he runs down, runs down the island. The the, the rest of the the surviving natives are sitting around the fire and there's this muddy, smelling demon that comes running past them, shoves a gourd full of milk and then runs down to the sea (laughs) and washes himself about 12 times. (laughs) Oh, well, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. He won't tell tell anyone how How? he got the milk. It's it's the description as they suddenly realise what he's had to do. (laughs) (laughs) And all the people... But you had to... And then... (laughs) Uh, Games. I I have just discovered and are playing Marvel Lego. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. one. Yes, yes. And as Karen was there when I was playing the Hulk. Oh, Hulk's brilliant. He does the Hulk smash thing. Yeah. He sucks things up in a hoover and then gets very concerned. There's one scene, one one little intercut film where they're explaining exposition, exposition. And in the background, you've got all these other Lego figures running around trying to tidy the place up. And then you've got the Hulk walking backwards and forwards with a hoover. (laughs) And then suddenly you've got, and someone goes inside the hoover and he's shaking it. And you can hear That's That's what else I've been playing. Very silly game. Very yeah. silly game. Very fun game. Yes. Um, um, not a lot at the moment. No books on the go. Oh, yeah. Mainly because when not working, I'm in the midst of doing acrostics. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. Uh, 16 count, exploding TARDIS, <laughs> Da Vinci, <laughs> Van Gogh, sorry, acrostic, yeah. which <laughs> is fun, but you kind uh, you, of... You, you started this just after the episode aired. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it is going to take about eight to nine months Ooh. to completely do. Wow. I started it about February it's going to take ages but it kind of takes obsessive <laughs> you can't read and do yeah. so so the yeah. only thing I can do is watch some TV while I'm doing it um, and I'm quite into the new series of current series of Grimm 
Oh, yeah, um, they've still managed to keep it fresh because you sit thinking, well, you get it, he's a grim, he kills, yeah. dressed so nice of it. But they found another another twist on another this wrinkle. series as yeah. well, which is is keeping the interest in it going. So yeah, hopefully it'll last a bit while longer. But no, it's still it's still fun and it's still got enough twists and turns in it that it's keeping yeah. the interest. Mm. Well, it's a long time since the last Flotsam and Jetsam. So a few things on TV. Gotham is back mm-hmm. on in the UK on Channel. Four, five? E4. Whatever. E4. E4, is it? I think Whatever, so. wherever it is. I don't know. <laughs> PVR, that's all. That's really good stuff. Also, Better Call Saul. Oh, that's the Netflix one, yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. Final episode is out today, I think. Oh. As we record this. Uh, it's a shame to see that finish, but uh, been really good. I recommend it particularly to people who liked uh, Breaking Bad. This is oh, a sort okay. of prequel to Breaking Bad. Yeah. Very good stuff. Uh, Game of Thrones Season 4, I may mention it last time, but we finally finished watching that. Good stuff. I still can't get into that. <laughs> yeah. As much as I try, I still I know I know yeah. I would love it. I still, yeah. still can't get past the first episode. Boobies. Boobies. Uh, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> One of the Boobs. best lines. What's Tyrone Lannister? How do you want to die? You can't <laughs> say that over this. Yeah. <laughs> Film-wise, been a bit quiet recently, actually, but mm. um, Chappie, I saw oh, yeah. most recently. Oh, what was that like? It's okay, it's okay. Um, it's not Johnny Five's Alive, is it? No. Me? Kind of is. Yeah, it's, I suspected. It's a general-purpose robot who is given an AI, a sentience. Um, it's... <laughs> problem with that film because yeah. when I was growing up the little boys called their willies their chappy <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard of it I thought it was dog food yeah, yeah. so it's, what he's, he's got artificial intelligence so yeah. what's he, what does he do with it runs uh, away I think mm. yeah pretty much Yeah, he's then hunted there's an evil programmer played by um, the Hugh Jackman, mm. the Wolverine guy, who's going after it because it, he's got a, a rival project. So is it like AI, artificial intelligence with Haley Joel Osment? Not really. It's, it's humanoid in shape, but hasn't got a face or anything right. like that. Right. It doesn't pretend to be an android. It's a, it is a robot. It's its struggle to survive in the down and outs of Johannesburg. Will yeah. we cry at the end? No, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get spoiled the ending, but it's... Uh... Uh, sorry, just a test a question here. Have you ever seen Titanic? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you yes. cry at the end? No. Right, OK. That's <laughs> a judgment, is it? <laughs> no, it was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> After all that, he died. <laughs> Drowned, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I add a small addendum to that? Yeah. The Titanic. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. There is a fan theory out there that states that Jack was actually a time traveller. The whole purpose he was there was to make sure that Rose was alive. What? Oh, for yeah. quite a <laughs> There's, there's no there's, time there's, tunnel, there's, there's, there's no record of him. It's because he was a made-up character. No, 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 in the in the film, in the there's film, no yeah. record of him. There's no record of him as actual tickets or buying on that. So it's because he didn't. He won the tickets in a poker yeah, match. Very, we saw very it at the beginning of the film. Com- like, you look it up. There's a fan theory that states well, that he's a time. Traveler. I think he's okay. probably actually Jack Harkness, and she <laughs> was really <laughs> Rose Tiger. Quite yeah. possibly. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, um, computer game wise I've just started playing Elite Dangerous a bit oh yes very good game like the original Elite but uh, mm. better yeah. seem more up to date and <laughs> got nice uh, throttle and joystick and everything so I'm quite <laughs> happy it's <laughs> yeah. got the helmet and the little flip down mic <laughs> set well got yes headset, you have it? yes yes <laughs> Want Oculus Rift so you can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other than that, a few board games we've been playing today. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Was that scoop? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, scoop. Avoid scoop. Couldn't figure out scoop. No. But uh, played Avalon. Avalon. Uh, mm-hmm. Camel Up. Avalon. Yeah. Coup. 
Yeah. Or Coop. Uh, <laughs> and failed at stop the press. <laughs> scoop. Scoop. Yeah. Scoop. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, no instruction should be that complicated. No, they no. shouldn't ask you to refer back to another paragraph. Yeah, they should, they the shouldn't put footnotes in yeah. instructions. Ah, it's a family game, Scoop. It's meant to be easy. We read the instruction between us three times. And, and they both, all up. of them tailed out at the same yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It left us yeah. scratching our head a bit. Yeah. The minute it said, see paragraph one, mm. part three. This card uh, must be held in abeyance. How is it as a topographical abeyance of this card? Mm. What? It couldn't have looked simpler when you laid it all out on the table. That's the thing, you're you're a journalist and you should understand all these things. That's not what they call that a front page. (laughs) (laughs) And my phone's not red. I wish it was. (laughs) The bat Bat phone. phone. Talking of bat phone... This takes us on to part nice two segue. of the podcast. Nice segue. That was very well yes. done, Keith. Yeah. Let's Thank pause you. for music. Okay. Splat! Kapow! Zonk! So, Batman 1989 film. Mm. It's in Burton, eh? The oh. first of the launch of the series. Yes. Sort the of. big Batman comeback. Ooh, we got Before a live we one talk here. about Batman, oh. yes. somebody wanted to say something about survival, but we just ignored him. Oh. So I, I think we need to say hello to him. And he's wearing his poker. Mm. Well, yes. he's, 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 sitting, bluffing. he's sitting there going... I'm Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> hello! Hello! Hello, Pertwee! And, and various wrapped, covered mm. monstrosities. Where's the skull of Smith gone? Is he's, he's there, he's there, gone? next to the bland, pleasant face of Davison. Oh, he's lying yeah. on his side. <laughs> uh. You couldn't see it, it was so bland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's the uh, new name for the Lego head. I don't know, he just looks like a bland, pleasant face. I think he, he just man. looks like a Lego head because he's got a bland, yeah, pleasant open. face. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the case, he's got a bad dose of jaundice. He has, he has. He's, no, he's, he's, he's from the, the Simpsons, Simpsons universe. All yeah. oh, right. Mm. Anyway, Batman. Well, yes. This was... I, this was the Tim... In any way, case, I know, this is the Tim, Tim Burton, Burton yeah, Michael the, Keating the, version. The first the one. With the nipples. Also no, no. Oh, oh, yes. yes. Yeah, have any nipples, did no, he? Both survival and mm. Batman. Yeah. 89, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I definitely miss survival for Ghostbusters, not Batman. Yes, I, Ghostbusters uh, I actually before. watched the last episode of Remembrance of the Daleks... And then made it into Watch Batman. Hey. You, what, in 1989? <laughs> no, I don't remember watching the last Yes, listeners, we really are that old. Well, that seems like a time travelling wow. thing to me. I don't yeah. know how that was possible. It came out in. You can the... edit that. <laughs> so this, this was the big comeback for Batman, wasn't it? It was. Oh, it, very it, much so. It yeah. reignited the, uh, the series. Mm-hmm. We all was, see Madam West. But, yeah. It was a, a massively hyped film at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, very I, much. I, so, I yeah. do remember enjoying it, but mm. I do remember thinking it doesn't really deserve that amount of hype. Oh, really? No, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it looked quite good even it, today. It, 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 it was just the, the appearance of it. I mean, it's like very dark, very gothic. Yeah, talking it, of gothic, it was going back to the Batman from mm, the comic books yeah. rather yeah. than the TV Batman, and I think that was one of the reasons why mm. they hyped it. I mean, it spawned yeah. a whole generation of those kind of like adult well, comic it, book heroes. Yeah. It things. certainly, it certainly spawned, revitalised the uh, cartoon because mm. the animated was, adventures yeah. were then from then on was. 
the Tim Burton style rather than pretty much. Yeah, it took the music yeah. from yeah, yeah. The Batman animated series after this is really yeah. good, and that yeah, song is Mark so Hamill in. That's the Joker, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Joker. Yeah, and th- there was just so much merchandise around this. F- well, just after this film as well, because <laughs> I had the mugs, the toys, the I think, t-shirts. Yeah. I think they were sort of looking towards Star Wars and had learnt their lessons mm. from that. Yeah. Yes. they were fairly decent quality. The stuff yeah. that was coming out as well, they'd really sort of done yeah. quite well. It's oh, not it's really a kids' film, though, is it? Oh, no, 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 definitely not. Odd that they do all these kids toys yeah. I think it, it was right to hand it over to Tim Burton to do the film oh, yeah. he's got that right sort of style mm. to really sort of capture those uh, early comics Metropolis it was the homages it, yeah. to Metropolis mm. coming in with the uh, cityscape yeah. yeah it was yeah. also interesting the fact that the film was called Batman but Jack Nicholson dominated he was first headlined uh, actor on it. The actual characters of uh, Batman and the Joker, I mean, they were literally sort of two sides of the same yeah. coin. They mm. really were. They were both scarred, means that either sort of physically in the Joker's case or sort of mentally, mentally. Uh, in uh, Bruce Wayne's case. Mm. And, uh, sorry. sorry, I was going to say, I think that the casting and both Jack Nicholson and Michael Ke- Keaton? Michael Keaton's yeah. performance made yes. this film. Mm. It, oh, yeah. If they hadn't... Jack Nicholson played it the large. right level of insane yeah. mm. and large and you could you could accept him in this universe. He kind of like held back nothing whatsoever. And the way that Michael Keaton played... Keaton. Keaton, sorry. Michael Keaton. Yes. (laughs) The way Michael Keaton played Batman, you could believe he would drop the guy off. They both really got into the characters and lived the parts. But there's there's something about Michael Keaton that I'd like to point... (laughs) Keaton. That Michael... Capaldi. Michael. Michael. That I'd like like to point out than all the other Batmans, including Christian Bale. Yeah. There was a distinct difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Mm. He played them differently. He deliberately... Maybe his voice wasn't much different, though. No, did, the, the voice actually, wasn't much different. He deliberately but, lowered his tonal mm, quality yeah. of his voice a for the performance. Bit. But compared but, to Christian Bale, he sounds completely different as Batman. Oh, yeah. Christian, kind of Christian Bale is gargling marbles. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, and so you, you get the distinct sense that the Bruce Wayne is the mask mm. with, mm, with Mark yeah. Mm. yeah. That's the false bravado. He actually is Batman. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Although people have complained, perhaps rightly, that this is a very bloodthirsty Batman. Old True Batman yeah. does not kill people. No, that Bru- is this, true, this Batman yeah. sends in his uh, Batmobile, drops in bombs into this room full of people, okay, goons, nonetheless, mm. blows up the building with them in it. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, violence yeah. in it was very much. Batman wouldn't do that. No, violence in it was very much 18 violence. It was Lots of bullets fired around. The only person you actually see hurt. Yeah, but there again, I mean, there's a scene with the Joker. I mean, yeah. Jack Nicholson's Joker, where he sort of goes to shake that man's hand. Yeah. He electrocutes yeah, him. But that's the Joker. The, the mm. Joker yeah. you expect to kill people. Yeah. Batman shouldn't. But, yeah, so, but I mean, the thing is, I mean, it's just the level of sadism involved. Yeah. Mm. Does Batman, in, in any of the comics, does he kill people? He does, has done occasionally. As I say, because I'm sure mm. the level of, viol- level of violence in the comics was always taken up by the nth degree. Again, it's very much A-team violence. You see bullets flying around, people being thwacked, and but nobody actually dies. I think Batman has... Very rarely, on occasion, killed people in the yeah. comics. I think possibly part of that was so not just the look, but the whole character was away from the capel yeah. with Beef and Bath. That mm. it, was, it was the diametric opposite of the old TV series. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realise the old TV series was effectively taking the mickey out of the comics. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I know that it looks really cheesy now, but I just assumed because it was made before I was born, that's what it was like. Well, the comics, as I understand, the comics were very cheesy and very mm. light for oh, well, right. back that period because of the comics uh, code. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it started off that way. Then the, then the comic code went in, yeah, so they had true. to go for humour. Mm. Then the TV show started, so they saw that way, all oh, that works, and yeah. then the comic strips went that way. And then by the 80s, particularly by this late 80s, by the time this film, yeah. Yeah. you get mm. the killing joke, you get... Uh, Batman Year One, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight, and that's what this film is based on. It's the yeah. killing joke and the mm, Dark yeah. Knight. Yeah, and that's what they're going for. That rather than the slightly campy stuff that you see yeah. on mm-hmm. before, and that it slided down into with um, what's it, Shoal Schumacher? Or Schumacher. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if um, Batman using bombs and blowing up buildings really bothers me. I think yeah. I was just enjoying the ride. Yeah, yeah. You don't really notice it until you've seen Christian Bale's taking it. Yeah. That, that one where he gets a chance to kill the Joker for example at the end mm-hmm. and can't do it wouldn't even think of actually killing somebody even though this guy you know if he leave him alive he's going to kill people he's going to cause mayhem Yeah, the only thing to do is to kill him but he can't do it whereas in this one you've literally got a whole bunch of goons lined up each side of the Batmobile bombs drop yeah. the place blows up yeah. no chance of survival <laughs> yeah. then yeah. the Batmobile drives back out on this big explosion Yeah, mm. I mean another thing that marks this film as being radically different is the uh, soundtrack as well, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, Prince, a, yeah, Prince, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and say, so, uh, yeah, Bat Dance. And um, what's the song that he was playing when the uh, Joker was doing all yeah, the oh, painting? Yes, the painting, yes, I can't remember it, but it, it actually got into the charts. Mm, didn't that's it? right, yeah. yeah. I do think that if this film hadn't been successful, we wouldn't have had the X Men, oh, god, no, we wouldn't have had the Avengers, and, and all yeah. the non they are non childish, I know there's childish elements to them, but they're all played straight and for yeah. real in the not universe they exist. They're not played for laughs. There are elements of comedy in them, but they're not straight laughs, unlike some other films that aren't so successful. And also the later Batman. Yeah, because yeah. there yeah. there were some dodgy Batmans later on, wasn't there, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. Yeah, Robin turned up. Yeah. Yeah. I still well, haven't well, seen so those George Clooney and uh, who else? Oh, oh, Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Not mm. Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of learned that you've got to have pathos into the stories mm. which mm-hmm. this does mm. but you've also got to have atmosphere and and a degree of realism because although this was a very fantasy city the way it looks and everything else mm. they all play it real for the mm. environment yeah. they're living oh, yeah. in and mm. I think a lot of times that hadn't happened in the past and you go to now like the Avengers or Iron Man they're playing it serious and real to the city yeah. and environment mm. they live in yeah yeah it's true before this the only successful superhero thing probably Superman probably, I suppose yeah. mm-hmm. that was quite camp in its own way it was, was. Yeah. the first two oh good grief yeah. not necessarily the third yeah they weren't so successful it went rapidly downhill from three <laughs> and four to yeah. talk about <laughs> same with Batman yeah yeah Exactly, really? the first two. Again, sort of lose the director and the... You, yeah, you, you lose, <laughs> lose the director's vision. Yeah. Because they have a vision, they know what they're doing, and then somebody comes else comes in and either tries to copy that and gets it wrong or takes it on their own vision. Yeah, which is probably why it's good that when now Chris Nolan's left the yeah. Batman series, they're going to reboot it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Batman, whole new thing with the Batman v Superman or whatever it's yeah. called. Well, as I said, that, that is something of the other Batman films that followed this. They were meant to follow on, so it was yeah. meant to be the same character, the same environment same yeah didn't robin brute it or re robin came in the third film didn't he and then yeah. he's the same robin in the fourth yeah even though a different batman even it's a different yeah. batman yeah but the one thing i was pleased about watching it is 
And again, we've said it with some other films that are are locked in another place. This didn't feel like an old film. I didn't feel yeah. like I was watching a film from well, back in 1999. Mm, no. Because it's not set in 1999. No, no. It's still a very good, enjoyable, fun film to mm. watch if you, now. If you look at the clothes, what they're driving and the architecture, it sort of seems to be set in a stylized 1930s, yeah. 1940s. Yeah. Yeah. Or Art Deco than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it doesn't date itself by putting itself in 1989 so even if you're sitting there watching it back the only things are maybe we sit going that's a cartoon image you know yeah. but it doesn't detract from it. it it's still enjoyable to watch yeah mm. yeah. yeah it doesn't feel dated not nearly as bad as I thought it would do actually I had heard that it dated really badly that's saw on DVD a few years ago and I thought it had dated badly mm. but I actually watch it on Blu-ray now <laughs> uh, maybe they've tied it up or something yeah. Yeah. I don't know but it felt fine when I was watching it yesterday I was quite surprised the only complaint I would have is that really the character of Batman is so sidelined it is yeah. you can yeah. tell it's, it's sort of based on the Killing Joke it is more about the Joker yes. yeah, yeah definitely which and I think they go some way to rectify in the next one which a lot of people say is better with the Penguin but I haven't seen it in quite a while and yeah. funny enough one of the big things I remember that was um, so shocking to the press about this was Jerry Hall yeah, shocking. Oh. Mm. not the fact that Jerry Hall was in it but they had someone who was known for her look she was the fashion yeah. model at the time yeah. who was actually going to play a character who was going to become disfigured disfigured and they knew about it and the fact she was prepared to be on stage with the half sc- mask, the half mm. mask and mm-hmm. the scar and there was a real load of stuff in the press at the time I remember Blimey. it so clearly wow. about it being so shocking she's so brave taking on this role <laughs> and there were actors and there were, and there were fashion models it was one yeah. of the first times you had a crossover and people doing things outside of their normal environment and doing something that was almost the antithesis to the role they're seeing in hmm. wow any closing thoughts on Batman what? Yes, I'll definitely watch it. No, I mean, it's definitely stood the test of time. Yes. Yeah. You've been writing to us. Thank you. Thank you, people. At least Naya has. Yeah, just the one. Thank you. We We love you. Naya says... Hello, staggering storytellers. I was devastated to hear of Pratchett's passing and it was worse because I was at work and not allowed to cry at my desk. So many of his books are favourites. Witches Abroad and Lords and Ladies have been on my top ten favourite books since I first read them. Listening to The Unabridged Hogfather is a Christmas tradition. (laughs) To be honest, I don't like his earliest stuff. It's just shallow parody compared to the complex social commentary that Discworld became and what he could do with language. Lord and Ladies has the passage that I love to quote all the time. The one that starts, elves are enchanting, they use enchantment, and ends, everyone remembers that elves sing, no one remembers what they sing about. (laughs) (laughs) To those who have not read Pratchett, I always recommend starting with Nation, unless you're a Doctor Who fan, at which point I recommend starting with Nightwatch, (laughs) or a nine-year-old who should start with Tiffany aching, and aching, sorry, and the wee free men. If you're a nine-year-old Doctor Who fan, stick with Tiffany, Nightwatch has some very adult concepts. (laughs) For those who have been fans for a long time, have you heard about GNU Terry Pratchett? GNU. Going Postal has the concept of always sending a claxman's name coded yeah. GNU up and down the line in the overhead to keep the memory alive. Mm. The day after Pratchett died, people started burying GNU Terry Pratchett in server code so that his name is buried in the internet overhead. <laughs> yeah. There is one book I'll recommend, a historical one called The Victorian Internet by Tom Standage. Mm. He talks about how the telegraph was used in exactly the same way as we use the internet now only with fewer animated photos and cat pictures 
pictures. <laughs> if anything, Pratchett underplayed how people would use the clacks. Take mm. care, y'all. Naya. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, Naya. Telegraph porn, eh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if you so, would like... Oh, sorry. So, talking of such things, I have something here, some bits here, for uh, for Scott. This <laughs> is from Dave Keep. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> Oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, let me see, let me see. <laughs> what is it? Dave has given Scott some cock-flavoured soup mix. <laughs> it's a spicy noodle soup mix. Oh, thank you, David. I, I see you've made it yourself. <laughs> yes. With extra salty goodness. Mm. Authentic mm. Jamaican. That's nothing to worry about, I'm sure. Oh, it's got some directions. Yep. Let's say some oh, yeah, yeah. Just add water. I think I, <laughs> think I might be able to do this. <laughs> Cock flavour soup it is. Yeah. Excellent. And from Peter Davison for Jean. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yay, I've got my picture back. We have Yay. a signed photo of the TARDIS. Yay. So you had the picture, then someone stole it? And... No, no, no. Um, Dean, Dean Hill was Dean good Hill, enough to... Dean uh... was good enough to put it into his backpack so it didn't get all crumpled up, and then I <laughs> collected it off of him. Mm-hmm. So that was, what, good September to... last year? Yeah. 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 I was at Hooverville. Yeah, yeah. I was. Oh, thank you. He also got me that uh, signed Davison card, didn't he? Because yeah. I couldn't make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I'm just going to shake my cock flavour. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to intercede. Yeah. Right at the end, I have just discovered an, an extra addendum. Oh. It's breaking news that I've got on the tablet here. Nick of time, eh? Yeah. Oh, God, it sounds like something a journalist would say. James Gunn says Karen Gillian's Nebula will make a return in Guardian Galaxies 2. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I know about that, yes. Yeah. And she may not have to shave her head this time. Oh, Ooh. Yes, What's she going to do wigs. instead? Wear a bold cap like any other normal yeah. person yeah. would have done. <laughs> maybe, or maybe she will have hair. Ooh. Nebula does have hair. In some Nebula wears versions. a wig to disguise herself. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. Or a hat. Mm. Or a hat. Yeah, or a false moustache. Anyway. <laughs> a false beard. We'd love to hear from you all. Oh, yes. So please write please. to us at show. At staggeringstories.net. That's very annoying to edit as well. Everyone does it quickly and then you arse around with the S's. <laughs> so we're going to do it again and you're going to do it properly. Okay. Show at staggeringstories.net. That was too quick. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough spittle. Spray <laughs> that again. Lead us out, crumbles. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More cock soup. <laughs> <laughs> more fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that... S. So until that soup scoop soups on of scintillating... Scintillating... Succulent... <laughs> Sodomy. Succulent. Succulent sodomy? They go quite well, actually. Squelching. Squelching down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, pissing you. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. That's all right, though, because that's at the end. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 208, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Right, who wants to kick off? I've got one. Sorry, I hit the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've hit the mic. <laughs> You're tickling the mic. <laughs> and now, dear listeners, for your delight and delectation, we...
I'm being delighted and delectated. Oh, okay then. Delectated. Delectated. Yeah. Inventing words again. We present to you some. <laughs> no, I'm afraid I cannot lactate. I have tried. <laughs> He's really squeezed those nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my reaction as well. Mm. Introduce your voice. Juicy voice. Mm. Introduce your voice. Introduce your voice. What's your juicy voice? I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is a spot of respected sunlight going across the scene. Everyone on the sofa has suddenly been fascinated by this. They are blinded by it. And, and are jumping at it like cats. Anyway, yes. Uh, I got. Yeah, there, there is better stories than this one. <laughs> These will be based on exciting stories. No, they won't. They'll be based on existing stories. They weren't exciting. Exciting existing stories. Exciting. 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 Now they're jumping forward to the Steed Emma Peel era. Now they're jumping forward <laughs> to the Steed yeah, Emma Peel era with Put audio. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, where am I? Where are we? Here we go. <laughs> now they are moving forward. Now they are jumping forward to the Steed Emma Peel era yeah. with, with audio Steed, Steed Julian Wadham remaining Yay! in the row. Oh, I thought I was going to burp then. Sorry. <laughs> Which end? <laughs> oh dear. Which book do you have? I have. Matthew Waterhouse's oh. piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an it, aggressive title. It is terrible, and there's lots of sex in it, is all I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Well, who will? Which is perfect. <laughs> J&T. Uh, no, you'll I'd... find out, actually, one of the quotes. Oh, is, God. Actually, I can tell you. It's probably a, a blonde boy, I think. I don't know if that's about J&T. <laughs> Does that mean we were recording when I gave that also loving review? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be in the outtakes. outtakes. <laughs> Sex with a blonde boy. <laughs> Fate's I'm flowers. Say, I don't think JNT was naturally blonde, and he certainly wasn't a boy. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was about one of his escapades rather than him per mm, se. Yes. Oh, so I don't think I know James. He wasn't actually. We, we, we should have um, we should have used uh, the the life and scandalous times mm, really. Should have done, yeah. <laughs> That's wrong way. Not too late to change. <laughs> His main character is called Sarah Smith. Mm. Mm. Really scraping the barrel. Yeah. Stick this with this, is, this comedy gold be just here. Just opening a page and looking for Actually, something. Actually, I'm trying to mind. I want Spider Man. Tough. <laughs> I want Where's Wally. <laughs> yeah. How does it end? With an orgy? Mm. No, it was the list of all the people who pre-ordered the book. All 20 of them. What? Really? No, they're already boring names you can't take the piss out of. You can try. Read them out. <laughs> Christopher Leather. Ooh. Brad what? Jones. Cindy Garland. Mm. Oh, here we go. Ready? Robert Dick. <laughs> so his go. name's Bob Dick. Bob Dick. <laughs> Mike Cook. Bob Dick. <laughs> yeah, they're already boring names. Sorry, people. That's all the, it. the most amusing name I ever went to school with. Didn't realise it was an amusing name until it was far too late. So I only went to primary school with him. His name was Michael Hock, and he was known as Mike. Mm. Say his name in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
And of course, we just didn't notice that it was quite an amusing. <laughs> yeah. And what a way to end a book. Well, they're, they're not going to get that mm. money. The last paragraph. Randy laughed and Dave laughed. They looked back up to the picture. The golden light on the cloak was exquisite. Randy felt unusual knowledge again. What? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Randy felt unusual knowledge again, but this time it was different knowledge. Whatever people said, sometimes you could experience perfection in life, just as this painting of the robe was perfect. Randy wanted to weep at the loveliness of the painting <laughs> and the loveliness of the boy next to him and the loveliness of life. Oh. And he had moved to the door. His hands held hers. Oh. So she was pulled towards the door with him. No more, please. She thought that he did not really want to leave. Perhaps he was hoping she would pull him back to the sofa. He wanted her to agree now. She could see this. He wanted to start making those plans. He wanted to call up the phantom box office. What? Is that a bit like the phantom tollbooth? <laughs> he was shaking like a child who had seen a new toy and cannot wait even a day for it. Now, 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 please, mummy, now. She thought of Alice with the pink shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know we're not getting any of it in context, but please, no more. <laughs> it's, it's a rip-roaring read, isn't it? <laughs> a right rip-roaring read. That'll help you go in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Soft, long and thoroughly absorbent, isn't oh, it? Oh, dear. Well, I know by the time you've read some of the filth in this, it'll definitely be long. <laughs> Good Lord. Maybe I'll keep it by the bedside or something. <laughs> may, we, our tone. may we move on to the actual podcast? I don't think we need to, do we? No, we'll just read some mm. of this out. Chapter Spoiler. one. No. <laughs> Sign it at the end. Can't and Take it from him and preferably rip it up. <laughs> this, this book is filthy. Mm. Dog litter. Put it here. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely foul. No, I'm sorry, this is just <laughs> Thank you. too much. <laughs> if you'd have done that ten minutes ago, it would be ten minutes further into burn the podcast. Burn it, burn it! <clears throat> right, I'm just going to take off my coat, I'm getting all hot and bothered. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Matthew Waterhouse makes you do that, doesn't Indeed, he? Indeed, apparently. <laughs> right, are we all ready? <laughs> we have yes. things in the last ten, fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, I was just listening to the wit and wisdom of Matthew Waterhouse. I was trying to blot it out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that was the chair. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's the all-day breakfast. <laughs>